You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a show that is not afraid to say fuck. And as always, it is your host, King Josh Josh King and Big Rome. What's going on, y'all? Hey, Rome, on behalf of the listeners, everyone loves you. You're in the this man is in the middle of moving, and he's taking time out of that to talk fantasy football with you guys. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's high on my it's high on my list of things to do. So last night that. so last night the Falcons didn't falcon themselves. And they actually won a game. Uh, they're now they tried, but they tried. They really did. I mean, what's funny is with the the last drive when Carolina was kind of like marching down the field and they threw the interception. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like Panthers <laughs> might actually like just, yeah. just like every other fucking Falcons game. Panthers are gonna come, you know. And then um, you know, I, I mean, unless you started Julio Jones or no one started Curtis Samuel, but I mean, Julio Jones was like the only relevant fantasy game last night um, i mean Gurley was all right he got in the end zone again well the touchdown helped but i mean the entire game you're just like what the fuck i mean he was he brian hill actually looked better than him and brian i mean yeah. brian, brian hill, hill ripped off five yards of carry yeah. which is nice you great know, game calvin ridley went went out with the uh, foot injury so that was kind of disheartening to see because i actually have a lot of shares of calvin ridley then, you know, DJ Moore did not get involved. He had the first target in the game and then didn't pass to him again until the fourth quarter. And then he had the huge catch for, what was it, 42 yards. And it's like, what the fuck? DJ Moore's a good player. Throw to him. Now, I know the weather, you know, that, that fucks it up because the rain was really coming down. Yeah. yeah. it was, And it wasn't that it – it just was messy. It just looked sloshy. Sh- and messy. It, it actually it was, it was just a nasty game. I love football with all my heart, but that wasn't a very fun game to watch. No. Now the flea the flea flicker pass from Bridgewater to San, that was actually a sweet pass. That was a beautiful play. But outside yeah. of that, it was it was kind of a disgusting game. But uh, moving on, we will talk about some news and notes around the league, and then we're going to break down your AFC matchups, and then. You guys will be hopefully ready and set for this week eight fantasy football uh, week. So first off, uh, wide receiver Brian Edwards for Las Vegas Raiders. He is now listed as doubtful for week eight against the Browns. So it looks like it's going to be the Henry Ruggs, Nelson Aguilar show. But even then, I'm still not interested in either of those. What about Renfro? Actually, Renfro Renfro is actually a a sneaky start, especially in PPR formats. Yeah, don't hate on the little white boys. Come on, eh? That's true. That's true. I I, I shouldn't talk shit because Renfro, like I said, he's he's a sneaky player, and especially like I said, more in PP. I'm more of a PPR fan of him than you know standard. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Nikhil Harry, wide receiver for the New England Patriots. He has a concussion and won't play in Week Eight. So Julian Edelman, oh. who is old with a bad knee, he's out for Sunday. So the only receivers for New England is Demir Bird, Gunnar Oswalski. And Jacoby Myers, which means you want no. You know, does this mean I'm going to ask you this right now? Does that mean you want zero players on the Patriots, including Cam Newton? 
Uh, no. I want Cam Newton because I think he's going to run the shit out of the ball. I guess he has to. That, that, that'll be... I mean, when, when you have to, when it's a necessity to survive, they, I don't know, man. This is such a weird, such a weird year for New England. It's a shame because I thought early on, like, damn, Cam's back, looking like a baller. And then all of a sudden, they just had to win on this lull of getting beat essentially by Brandon McManus alone. And then <laughs> what happened against the Niners was just a Greek tragedy. Yeah, well, well, it was so sad to watch. After, like, week one or two, I was like, shit, I don't know why everyone was so low on Cam. I got to start showing him some love. But, I mean, when you look, mm-hmm. if you look at Cam's passing stats through five games, he's thrown for 969 yards, which is fine. But my, my concern is two passing touchdowns and seven interceptions and Oof. two fumbles. Like, that's, that is rough. Now, the running you love, he got 50 carries for 244 yards and five touchdowns. I think he actually leads the NFL in quarterback uh, rushing touchdowns, but I, I could be wrong on that. But I think that might be Murray. Okay, yeah, you might be right. But either way, you know, five rushing touchdowns, that's awesome for a quarterback. Oh, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. But it's just, uh, God, just Cam Newton. I, the trajectory is looking very bad for them. But, I mean, okay, fine. Maybe, maybe you want to stash Cam Newton on the bench, but, I mean, None of the skill positions I have any interest in. Mm-mm. No. Um, I mean, the running backs have always been a grease fire. And now you – I mean, who did you even say was starting for them at receiver? Exactly. <laughs> it's going like, to be Demir Bird, Gunner, Alls-Wooski, and Jacoby Myers. You know, and – I mean, maybe Myers. Right. Maybe Myers. I'm not sure. But even then, it's just – it's still gross. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Alshon Jeffrey, not surprising, was ruled out for week eight. But, you know, with Jalen Rager coming back and Travis, full-grown man out there, I mean, it's just – Alshon Jeffrey, man, what the fuck? Seriously. I, yeah, I... <laughs> I was so in love with him in college, and then to see him just pitter out like this, it's just so depressing. When you said his, when you said his name, I kind of drew a blank. I was like, Alshon Jeffrey, who the <laughs> fuck is that? Oh, that's right, Alshon Jeffrey. Dude, uh, just get out there. I don't like what. What was wrong with him? Is it his back or some shit? Hamstring like that. Hamstring. God, it's been. It's almost been like a year since we've seen him. I didn't even know he still played football. Yeah, you know what? Actually, no. It's his the foot. Jigs, it's, his foot it's, it's his foot. It's his foot. Time. It's it's his Liz Frank foot injury that he had surgery on last year. But it's kind of. I like, mean, the Liz Frank. The Liz Frank can end careers though. So and it looks like that's the case here. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving so. on, Calvin Ridley, who left with a midfoot sprain, they're saying that he, he they're going to take it day by day, but they have they have kind of like a mini bye week since they had the Thursday night game last night, and they won't play till you know the next Sunday. So I mean, mm-hmm. just something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, obviously it didn't affect Julio Jones. Um, Hayden Hurst actually came out, and you know maybe maybe to an extent Russell Gage could be. Uh, Sneaky pickup if, if Ridley does miss mm-hmm. time. Um, Chris Carson, running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, he's now been listed as a game-time decision. Carlos Hyde is listed as a game-time decision. And Travis Homer is a game-time decision. However, I read an update on Hyde. They're saying that he's actually now listed as doubtful versus game-time. So... I do you pick up DJ Dallas? You know, do you? It, if I could in any of our leagues, yeah, I absolutely would have, but I can't. So, it's I would if anybody has a chance, 
Go out and pick up DJ Dallas. He's he is the healthiest one. Regardless if any of these guys do play, I mean they're all banged up. They're they're a shot away from getting knocked out of the game again. Mm-hmm. Pick uh, up DJ Dallas. There you go. Um. I guess somewhat minor news because James Robinson's been great, but Chris Thompson running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's been removed from the COVID-19 list, so he's back, you know, onto the active roster. But, you know, again, James Robinson has shown that, you know, fuck you, he's like, I'm the man, so. Yeah, and he is the man. He is. He's so good. Um, Debo Samuel, he's been listed out for the Seahawks, which pretty sure we covered that yesterday. But so it looks like Brandon Ayuk is going to be the guy or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe Kendrick Bourne. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, Jamison Crowder, he's listed as doubtful for week eight against Kansas City. Uh, Brashad, we have Rashad Perriman is out. So it looks like rookie Denzel Mims is up. Maybe Brax- okay. Braxton Berrios. But, I mean, yeah. out, outside of Crowder, you know, maybe Mims could be a, a really deep, deep flyer shot just in terms of just volume. Because, you know, they're, the Jets are already behind. Like the game hasn't even started yet, but they're already playing from behind. <laughs> I think they're already losing 14 to nothing right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, by necessity, you know, maybe Mims. Mims actually didn't look too bad for his rookie debut last week. No, he looked okay. And he was so good in Baylor. He was so good mm-hmm. at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the obviously the talent is there. It's just a matter of if this guy can be healthy. But, you know, he had, he had seven targets and he went four for 42. So, I mean, not, not, a, bad, not a bad way to go. You know, and he's, he's a big-bodied guy. Um, I actually have him in a couple of dynasty leagues, which I, I, you know, if they can get a better quarterback or just a better offense going, you know, I, I don't think he's a bad a bad player. Just, you know, but, but Crowder's the only jet you're really playing, to be honest. But, yeah. Um, and, but, if he, but if he's banged up, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're desperate. Play Mims because, like I said, they're yeah. going to be behind. They're going to have to throw the ball. Um, moving on, Denver Broncos. Tim Patrick, wide receivers listed as questionable, and running back Philip Lindsay is also questionable. So I mean, could be a great matchup for Melvin Gordon if uh, you know, especially because you can run on the Chargers, and you know, with with Tim Patrick out, you know, probably Jerry Judy. I'm not I'm not really big on. I mean, I like the talent of KJ Hamler, and Deshaun Hamilton's not bad, but I think Jerry Judy is the only receiver you're playing. You know, Absolutely. Uh, Miles Sanders, running back for the Eagles, he is out for week eight, which has now been officially that he's listed as out. So looks like Boston it's going to be Scott. You know, fire up Boston Scott. Um, wide receiver Marquez Callaway. <clears throat> for those of you who don't know who that is, which I didn't know who he was either, he's actually a Saints wide receiver. He won't play uh, week eight against the Bears. Same thing with human crybaby Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders because of COVID-19 herpes. Um, you know, in the spirit of Halloween, I kind of wanted to compare some players to candies, and I have the perfect comp for Michael Thomas. To me, if Michael Thomas was a candy, he'd be those red-hot candies, where technically it's a candy, but it's fucking disgusting. And if you <laughs> eat it, you think to yourself, like, why would I do this to myself? And, I, and I'm pretty sure that's how every Michael Thomas manager feels right now, because it's just disgusting. This motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking play football. God damn. You know he had a he has a hamstring problem. He has an ankle problem. Punched a teammate. Like God, get like just play fucking football. 
Seriously. Especially because the Saints are a good football team. It'd be one thing if he was on the Jets and you're just like, dude, fuck this team. They're, they suck. You know, I, I'm out. Get the fuck over yourself. Yeah. Um, Ravens running back, Mark Ingram, he's listed as doubtful. So fire up nobody. I mean, it's just the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a tough defense. And, I mean, if I had to put, pick a running back, probably Gus Edwards, maybe. I mean, I, I might go Deke. I might go uh, old J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, maybe. You know, I think he's got the he's got the youthful spin on it. Now, this is a rough week, regardless. But uh, I I can see him getting in the end zone. It they're gonna they're gonna. I think they might end up beating Pittsburgh. I know that sounds crazy because Pittsburgh's beating the shit out of a lot of people. But dude, Baltimore's they're they're no slouch. Yeah, but it depends. You know, just on because just because they're having a down year. Technically, even though are they really? They've lost what one game? Yeah, they're still they're still beating the hell out of teams. Well, Mike, this is a good football team. My concern is how is Lamar Jackson going to play? Like, what what's his deal? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, wide receiver John Brown for the Buffalo Bills. He was removed from the Friday injury report, so that's good news. I mean, I, I, to me, that's good news for Stephon Diggs. Because you you need to have another you know not that not because Cole Beasley's been a sneaky great wide receiver, but it it's it's nice to see, you know if John Brown's healthy you know hopefully then you're not completely double covering Stephon Diggs because then you know because because John Brown can burn too so it's kind of yeah. like you know you got to pick your absolutely a uh, couple running backs are listed as outs so and now it's official Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones are both mm. out. Which looks like you traded away Aaron Jones in our season-long league at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sure did. I got I got real lucky with that. Unfortunately, I've still got him in our dynasty league, and it's uh, it's drawn blood to this point. But you know what, Aaron Jones? Again, I I said this last show. This is a very very conservative staff. Yeah, medical staff. Mm-hmm. They are going to hold guys out even if they can play. Aaron Jones could definitely play. He's got like a strain. It's it's nothing. It's nothing, but they're going to hold him out, and they're going to make sure that he's 100% good to go before he gets back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, A.J. Brown, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. He returned to practice on Friday, so that's good news. Um, tight end Austin Hooper for the Cleveland Browns. He's been ruled out for the genital wart surgery that he had. Um, mm. It's You know, I, I think they – I think they have a bye week coming up, don't they? Uh, Who's that? Sorry. Cleveland. Yeah, they have a bye week next week. So, I mean, I would assume that Hooper's probably back in week 10. Yeah. Would be my yeah. guess. Definitely definitely fire up some Harrison Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or if you, you know what's funny? I'm actually holding on to David and Joku in hopes that he gets traded at the trade deadline. Because, <laughs> I mean, hey, if he ends up somewhere else, you know. Um, and then I guess our, our last – bit of news here. Jake Luton, the backup quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, looks like he might be in line to start week nine against the Texans. Gross. So, I'm out. I'm out everything Jacksonville. I'm yeah, out. That, that's tough because uh, Gardner Minshew, he has not been ruled out yet, but with all of the thumb injuries and shit like that that's going on, there's a chance that he gets benched and like I said, Jake, Jake Luton who is a uh, sixth-round rookie out of Oregon State who 
Yeah, I just, uh, gross. So I guess, hey, if you have the Houston yeah. defense, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one. So one more thing here in the news, though. It looks like Allen Robinson was sidelined again today with that concu- going through concussion protocol. I mean, if he's not practicing on Friday, it's looking doubtful for the game. Daryl Mooney, I said it last show, go pick him up. He's the easy replacement for Allen Robinson. Sure. <laughs> is, that, is there any bias in that because you have to play Mooney in our season-long league? No, I went and picked up Mooney. Okay. Well, actually, you know, and he's and he's and he's playing. He could very well. And he's gonna and he's gonna score two touchdowns. I hope so. I I hope he does. Especially because I'm gonna beat you with him. (laughs) I I, I hope so. All right. Well, (laughs) that'll wrap it up for news. So let's go ahead and take a look at the rest of our AFC matchups for Week Eight. Starting off, we got our six and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, taking on the 5-1 Baltimore Ravens. Vegas has us over under at 46.5 with Baltimore actually favored at minus 4.5. So you're not... You're, really? Yeah, so Vegas oh. so Vegas actually is in agreement with you <laughs> thinking that they actually might take out the, the Steelers, which I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I actually still pick the Steelers to win this game. But looking at the Pittsburgh side of the ball, you know, the, the Pittsburgh defense isn't quite... I'm sorry. The Baltimore defense isn't quite as scary as it's been in the past. Um, they've actually given up some pretty big games here this season. I actually like Ben Roethlisberger this week. His wide receivers are healthy. I'm in my top ten. He's my quarterback nine this week. Yeah, I've got Roethlisberger at 15. I think this Baltimore defense doesn't get quite enough love. They've got probably the best tandem at cornerback you could ask for. I yeah. mean, Mar- Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters are incredible. They're incredible players. I think they're going to make it a living hell for this passing game. I could see that. I, I could see that. Um, James Conner, I think, you know, volume play. Um, I saw him as, my, as an RB1. He's my running back 12 this week. Yeah, nice. I've got him at 14 again, though. This defense is much better against the pass. Now, we'll see because they've got Ningoku now, right? They went out and they traded for this kid. I don't know. He might bring a a nice spark to this defensive line that uh, could be interesting to watch. But I got got Connor at 14. Uh, Pittsburgh wide receivers got Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju. Uh, Deontay, I got him at 22. Uh, Claypool, I have at 30. And Juju, I have down at 41, which I don't know. I, I have a tough time ranking Juju because, I mean, last week, he had a great week last week with 14 targets, you know, 9 for 85. But then if you look at the previous week, he went 2 for 6. And then the yeah. week before that, he went 4 for 28, you know. So it's just I have a tough time with Juju. But, I mean, I, I think if you have Juju on your roster, you, you have to play him. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I've got Deontay Johnson at 22 as well. I've got Chase Claypool at 26, and I have Juju just outside my top rankings here. I've got him in my watch list, but again, he's disappointed so much this year. It's it's hard for me to say, yes, this is the guy against this pass defense that's going to be the dude. I, I don't see it this week. So, so Claypool's slowly growing on your love list, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'd say he's he's kind of proven his worth. There you go. Other side of the ball. Oh wait, actually, Eric Ebron. I, I think you can play Eric Ebron this week. Um, I actually I have I have him at tight end eighteen, but 
you know, I, I think if you need a tight end flyer, there's a chance that he goes for, you know, five for 50. Yeah, I've got him in 19. There you go. Other side of the ball, Lamar Jackson. Been struggling, and this defense is tough. But, you know, just because of the running upside, he's still my quarterback 10 this week. You got him at where? 10. Nice, yeah. I've got him the lowest I've got so far this year, and I've got him at 7 Yeah, it's just, for old Lamar. Like this said, is a good defense, man. This is going to be a, a weird game. It, it very well It's could. just going to be very, very much defensive-based. Very well could be. Um, running backs, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins. I have Edwards at 31 and Dobbins at 34, so... You know, to me, I see them as flex options, but even then, it's just it, it's kind of tough because this pit, like I said, this this Pittsburgh defense, man, they shut down the run. Yeah, I didn't I didn't rank either of these guys. It's not it's not a safe play. Yeah. Their best running back we just mentioned at number seven there at quarterback. There you go. And then uh, Hollywood Brown, I got him at forty two. Again, just you know, he's the forty sixth wide receiver on the year. It's just I, you know. He, he's had he's had sparks here and there, but you know he's a huge boom and bust kind of guy. And yeah. unlo- unless I mean I've got a I've got a sneaking feeling, it's gonna be a boom. All right. I've got him at thirty. I'm I think he sneaks past this secondary, and gets one of those cheeky eighty yard touchdowns. Yeah. Which sets which is a nice little fantasy day for anybody. There you go. Then so I can definitely see that being the case. Mark Andrews, I have him as my tight end seven this week. I got Mark Andrews at four. There you go. Uh, moving on, we got the two and four New England Patriots taking on the five and two Buffalo Bills. Um, Vegas has this over under at forty and a half, with Buffalo mm-hmm. at my favorite at minus four. You know, so this, this game, so that you know, goddamn, that is a low scoring game, which very well could happen. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised, especially. Um, actually, uh, I should have brought it up in the news. Earlier, I read some news that Stephon um, Gilmore, or yeah, the the cornerback for the Patriots, he's actually going to be out this week. So that that's good for Diggs. And you said Stephon Gilmore is out this week? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so that that's actually really good for for Buffalo fans out there. Um, but anyways, uh, you know Cam Newton just looks like shit. Absolute dog shit out there. He, he's actually my quarterback twenty four this week. Yeah, he is. He is at number twenty for me. Yeah. Then um, James White's probably the only running back that I would potentially play, and even then, I got him at twenty six, which feels a bit high. I mean, I, so I've got. I don't have White ranked. Uh, I think he's just outside my he's just outside my comfort level. Uh, I do, th- on the other hand, have Damon Harris at running back twenty four. Interesting. I don't think that this defense is nearly what they used to be. So when I when I see them wanting to run the ball, and I mean obviously let's be, let's be frank, they're going to have to mm-hmm. if they want to have anything to do in this game, any way any way they could possibly win, they've got to do it on the ground. Whether it be Cam Newton, whether it be Damon Harris, whether it be James, whether it be White, who you name their receivers again? Because I've forgotten already. Exactly. And I don't think I'm ever gonna remember them because they don't matter. 
they're so irrelevant. They, it's just not going to happen. This has to be done on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I didn't rank any other wide receivers or tight ends because I just it's yucky on that side of the ball. Yeah, just look at my previous comment. I think you know where I'm at with that. There you go. Josh Allen. Um, it's kind of struggling the last few games, but I still got as my quarterback 12 this week. Nice. I got him at 9 and trending up without without Stephon Gilmore out there. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Devin Singletary, <coughs> Zach Moss. Again, gross backfield, hard to rank. Singletary I have at 29. Zach Moss I have at 30. It's just, I don't know. It's just If you got to play somebody, it'd probably be Singletary, but uh, even then it's gross. Yeah, I got Singletary at 22. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley. Um, I like Diggs this week. I got him at 12. I got John Brown at 35, so I have him in the flex range. And Cole Beasley I have at 38. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Stefan Diggs at 14. He's definitely going to have the best day. In a PPR format, I, I've got Cole Beasley at 24. Wow. I think he, he definitely – he's just mastered this underneath shit. Yeah, Josh Allen's loving defense, it. defense, which has been – yeah, exactly. He just checks down when it's not there. And I think it actually helps Beasley having John Brown back because now everybody's got to get out of there. All the DBs are, are running out of there, and he's having a field day underneath. Yeah, well, a linebacker can't cover him. Nah, yeah. it's. I mean, Tremont, Tremaine Johnson, or Tremaine Edmonds, is good. Mm-hmm. But he ain't yeah. that good. Yeah, there you go. Um, moving on, because I'm not interested in any other player in those games. We got the 5-1 and one Titans taking on the 1-5-1 and one Bengals. Uh, Vegas has actually had a pretty high over-under at 51-and-a-half with Tennessee favorite at minus seven. Um, I, I love basically every Titan this week. Ryan Tannehill, he's my quarterback eight this week. Ooh, I got him at six. I agree with you. Yeah. I think he's going to have a great game. He's going to have a great game. Then Derrick Henry, goddamn, just the human tank. He's my running back one. Mm-hmm, me too. I just You can't stop this man. He's scored no. in four straight games. I saw you on you, you tweeted out they said who would who would you rather what would you rather do right in the in that tweet you answered oh, would yeah. you rather tackle Derrick Henry or guard Stephen Curry and I'd rather guard Stephen Curry as well because I I don't want to tackle a car yeah. for <laughs> for an entire game Yeah well, I think I I think I wrote something along the lines of like have you ever tried to stop a car with your body like no you're <laughs> yeah. not go- you like, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, Steph Curry yeah. will make me look stupid, but he's not going to truck me in the process. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to destroy my body. Exactly. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, I think you can play all of those guys. A.J. Brown, I think, has a great game. He's my wide receiver six on the week. Um, Corey Davis, I have at 27. And then um, I actually I, I didn't rank Adam Humphreys. But he'd probably be in like the mid forties, so I think like a desperation flex. But you know, but but you're definitely playing AJ Brown and Corey Davis. One hundred percent. I've got AJ Brown at seven, and I've got Corey Davis at twenty nine. Yeah, and then Johnu Smith. He's my tight end three on the week. You know, he he's healthy again. He had a bad game against Pittsburgh, but a lot of players have bad games against Pittsburgh. So I I, I have full confidence in him this week. Yeah, I've got him at six. Yeah. Other side of the ball, Joe Burrow, you know, the – I feel bad for him because his O-line needs to start blocking for this man. 
Because mm-hmm. his career is going to be cut short, kind of like uh, Andrew Luck's, you know, if he just doesn't get the protection. Um, it's sad because Andrew Luck doesn't get to reap the benefits of that great O-line of Indianapolis now. But anyways, Joe Burrow, he's my quarterback 16 this week. Nice. I've got him at 13. There you go. I've got him at 13. Uh, Gio Bernard, you know, he has – I have him at 24 this week, but I got him with the arrow pointing up just because I feel like they're going to be – well, not feel. They're going to be playing from behind. And he has a great mustache, and they're going to be passing to him. I mean, he had a huge game in PPR last week. So I, I think in PPR formats, like I said, I got him as an RB2. But, I mean, that, that arrow is trending upward. Yeah, I've got him at 17. And, again, this was not sure about what was going on with Mixon, so he's definitely trending upward as well. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. I have Boyd at 20 and T. Higgins at 32. So I, I think you can play both of these guys again. They're going to be behind, so they're going to have to pass. So right. I, I yeah, feel like both of, these, yeah, both of these guys are good plays. Yeah, I've got them at 8. I got Tyler Boyd at 18, and I've got T. Higgins at 29. There you go. I, I I'm sorry. Him. I'm sorry, 27. I love T. Higgins. I, I Like I said, I've said it before, I wish I had more shares. A lot of these young wide receivers, like the Justin Jeffersons and T. Higgins, I really wish I had more shares of these guys because I, I think they're going to be great for years to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on, we got the three and three Raiders taking on the five and two Cleveland Browns. Vegas has the over under at forty nine and a half, with Cleveland favored at minus two and a half. Which I would actually pick Oakland to upset. I, I actually think Oakland can win this game. I'm sorry, Las Vegas. I, so do I. But so do I. But I, I think the Raiders actually win this game. Um, Derek Carr. I got him at 19, um, you know, solid QB2 option. But he, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up, you know, top 14 quarterback on the week. I, yeah, I could very, very easily see that as well. I've got him at my quarterback 18. There you go. Um, Josh Jacobs, you know, he had tough sledding last week against Tampa Bay, but that was a weird game. I, I, I think Josh Jacobs, you know, he, he's going to bounce back. He's my running back eight this week. Nice. I got him at seven. Yeah. Um, The receivers, I didn't really rank any of these guys just because I'm not sure who's going to be the emergent receiver. The only one that I know of for sure is Darren Waller, and he's my tight end four on the week. Yeah, I I got Hunter Renfro in my watch list, but Darren Waller is my tight end three, and everything through the passing game runs through that man. Plain and simple. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Aguilar actually has a decent game, especially with um, what's his name out, Edwards. So I, I think Aguilar, you know, he could be a decent dart throw, Renfro and PPR for sure. So, but, you know, you're playing Waller. So other side of the ball, playmaker Baker, you know, had a great, great week last week. Um, I don't think it carries over into this week. I just I don't I, I, I don't buy him still. He's my quarterback eighteen this week. Yeah, I got him I got him at nineteen. I mean I don't think that this Las Vegas I don't think that this Las Vegas defense is anything special. It's nothing to write home about. Um so if Baker is gonna have another one, if he's gonna add to this, this would be the game to do it. Uh the last time they met in 2018, it was 42 to 45. Wow! I mean, they, they chucked it around, so it's a very real possibility that that happens again. 
I, I just think the defenses might be a little suspect in this one. Yeah, I think this is definitely a cream hunt game, and my rating oh, yeah. of him reflects it. I got him as my running back five this week. I uh, 1,000% agree with you because I've got him at my running back number two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Jarvis Landry, he's my highest rated wide receiver just because of default, I guess. I got him at 26. I just – I'm not – Again, I'm not I'm not completely sold on Baker and then Rashard Higgins I got at thirty nine. You know, Higgins is supposed to be in the OBJ, you know, role now that he's out. And who knows? I actually think maybe OBJ out of the offense, as horrible as it sounds, is better for them because then maybe Baker doesn't feel that he has to force the ball to him. But even then I just I don't know. The you know, comparing Rashard Higgins to OBJ is apples to oranges, you know. They're not you know, that they're not on the same level, so I don't know, just but if you have to play somebody, it's Landry. Yeah, I got Landry at twenty five. I agree with you. Yeah, and then Harrison Bryant. You know, I know he had the great game, but I don't know. It's kind of tough to, like maybe just more of a recency bias kind of thing. But I have yeah. I have him as my tight end thirteen. Yeah, I got him at eighteen. Yeah. Um, moving on, we got the zero and seven New York Football Jets. Taking on the six and one Chiefs, and I actually think the Jets upset the the Chiefs in this one. Even though, even though Kansas City's favored at minus twenty, I just you know. But the over under is at forty nine. It's a goddamn like showing no love, but that's fine because they're they're garbage. Um, I didn't really rank anybody on the Jets side at all because I just I don't know what you do. I mean, Lamichael P Ryan, I have him at running back thirty five. And then I had Jamison Crowder at 29 because I thought he was going to play. But now that he is out, I wouldn't even – Denzel Mims is your go-to wide receiver, but I wouldn't put him at 29. I, like, Mims would probably be in, like, the 35 to 45 range somewhere in there. You know, it's just eh, – it's tough. Avoid avoid yeah. Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'll say this. I'll just say this. Fire up Kansas City's defense. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel about the Jets. That's it. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's not waste any more time on them. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback one this week. Easy, number one. Yeah. Um, Clyde Edwards, I think, you know, because especially you can run on this Jets. You, you can do whatever you want to these Jets. Again, they're like that slutty chick at a party. She'll just lay mm-hmm. back and let you do things to her. He's my running back 13. Lev Bell, I have at eighteen. I think you play both of them. Nice, yeah. I got I got Clyde at eleven, and I've got Lev Bell at twenty-one. But I've got that. You know, this is a revenge game, right? As weird as that sounds, that he would care so much about beating the hell out of the zero and seven, soon to be zero and eight Jets. But uh, you, know, you never know, man. Le'Veon Bell will get in the end zone. I bet. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Tyreek Hill, he's my wide receiver too. You know, he's great. I've made a comment before. He's never going to be outside of my top three. Yeah. So he's a two. He's a, he's a two for me. Um, Travis Kelsey, he's my tight end two this week as well. He is my tight end one. Yeah, can't argue with that. Uh, moving on, got the five and two Rams taking on the three and three Dolphins. Vegas has the over under of this at forty five and a half, with the Rams favored at minus three and a half, which. God damn, like, take take Rams minus three and a half because, I, I mean, I know the Dolphins' defense 
is is actually a lot better than people believe. But I mean, the Rams are going to win by at least six. I feel. I don't know. At the same time, the Rams kind of sucks. So maybe, maybe Vegas is right on the money with that. But Jared Goff, I think he kind of has a bounce back against him. He's my quarterback eleven this week. Yeah, I got him at twelve. I, I think he's going to be pretty stout. Yeah, Daryl Henderson, um, running back nineteen. You know, it, I, I think they're just going to try to control the ball, so he's going to get featured often in this game. Exactly. I, I've got him as my running back 15. Yeah, Cooper Cup, I got him as my wide receiver 15, and Bobby Trees, I got as my wide receiver 18. Nice. Yeah, I got Bobby Trees rated a little bit higher. I've got him at 16, and I've got Cooper Cup at 19. Then, you know, the, the Higby-Everett tree of tight end, there it's not worth it anymore. I actually dropped Higby in a league, and I'm pretty sure I can get him back if I want to. But I don't know if I want to. I mean, it's just he had he had one great game. And what's funny is if you look at – okay, he's the number 13 tight end on the year. So you're like, wow, that's – why is he not rostered? Then you're like, oh, wait, it's because in one game he had almost 30 points. Yeah. You know, so he's had, he's had 60 points on the season, and half of that came from one game. You know, so yeah. it's just – so Higby, you know, I think Everett might be the tight end you want to own, to be honest. But even then, don't play either of them. It's just – it's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's rough. Um, it's rough. Other side of the ball, it's two a time over there in Miami now. But even then, I just – I got him at 26. I just – you know, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him against this defense in his first start. So just, you know, don't, don't play him this week. You know, maybe bench stash him, but – you know, just just don't play him. Yeah, I've got him in my watch list. I mean, there's really there's nothing here yet against this defense. I mean, we'll see how he does. Yeah. If he like, it, we'll see how he handles a guy like a, a freak, like Donald. Yeah. Crashing down on him every single fucking play. That's the thing. It's like, hey, welcome to the NFL. Here's the greatest defensive lineman in the last ten years. Yeah. You know. Good so, luck. Yeah. <laughs> who who like. Who's in the you know who's in the conversation for not just defensive player of the year every year but MVP and you know defensive yeah. players like never win MVP so you know, good luck with that Miles Gaskin I still have high hopes for him he's my my running back sixteen this week even though you know with with the rookie coming in I just since he is you know his his job is secure with this offense he's the passing down back you know they're trying to get Jordan Howard out of the team. You know, so mm-hmm. he, he, I think his role is safe. So just on volume, you know, I, I still think he's a strong option. Yeah, I've got him at 16 also. That would, it's funny we tied on him uh, or we matched up on him. Yeah. But uh, I, I think he's definitely going to be the feature point of the offense. Yeah, uh, Devontae Parker, I have him as my, my wide receiver 23. Cause I just, you know, if he's going to take, like, I kind of hope since he was drafted around the time of Justin Herbert, you know, he's been kind of watching him, you know, listening to, to uh, Fitzpatrick, just going like, hey, just throw the ball to Parker. He's good. You know, just just pepper him with targets, and you'll be fine. So I, I think you can still play Parker. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're matching up on all of these uh, Miami Dolphins because I've got Devontae Parker at my wide receiver 23 as well. Then uh, Mike Gusecki, I don't know. I got him at tight end 14. I But even then, I'm just like, I, I'm not sure what's going on now with that yeah. you know because he, he can be so hit or miss he's so hit or miss 
I've got him at my tight end 15, and it's like I'm, I'm not comfortable with that. No, it's just – but, I mean, sometimes – the only reason why, like, I, I like to me, if, if you have Gasecki in a league, don't drop him just yet because sometimes rookie quarterbacks, they start, you know, who's the check down guy? Oh, hey, look, a big athletic tight end. You know, so, so you never know. Right. So, moving on, right. Our, our last game of the week, we got the 2-4 and four Los Angeles Chargers taking on the 2-4 and four Denver Broncos. Um, Vegas doesn't have the line for this one, at least not on this app that I'm looking at. But if I had to guess, I would pick the Chargers to win this game. I just – they've – even though they're 2-4, and four, they've lost – the games they've lost have been very close. And Justin Herbert is playing lights out football right now. So I think they come with the win, and Justin Herbert's my quarterback 13 this week. Listen, I'm buying in to the Justin Herbert train. I've got him at my quarterback 8. Yeah. Uh, he looks so good out there. He does. And then um, Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly. I still lean Justin Jackson as the starter, um, especially you know with his pass-catching ability. He's my running back 22 on the week, and Kelly I have at 27. Nice. I have got a. I, I'm the opposite of that. I think Kelly's going to be the feature. I got him at 26, but obviously not that much of the feature because I've got Justin Jackson at 27. There you go. Keenan Allen's just been an absolute monster, and I'm so glad that I haven't sold him in fantasy leagues because, you know, he's just just been a target monster. You know, I, I love seeing Justin Herbert looking for him. I mean, every week. Except for against the Saints, because that's because of the injury, he's had double-digit targets every week. You know, so it, yeah. it's just Justin Herbert's looking for him. He's an outstanding play this week. He's my uh, wide receiver ten this week. I could not agree with you more. This guy is—he is the target monster of the league. Like he's getting every—he's getting ten plus targets every game. Mm-hmm. I've got him as my wide receiver four. Oh, and then. I, I also did rank Mike Williams. I got him as my wide receiver 34 because I think he might be a sneaky flex option, you know, or if you're in like a three-receiver league if, you, if you're if you desperate. Just because, you know, Herbert throws a great deep ball, and that's all Mike Williams does. You know, he's the big boomer bust guy. and So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Williams catches a 50-yard touchdown. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. I've got him. I've got him in my watch list. Yeah, I've got him in my watch list. And then uh, Hunter Henry, um, he's my tight end eight this week. Mm, I've got him at my tight end seven. There you go. You know what's funny? The ones that we're not matching up on, we're like one or two off from them. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty, pretty close. Uh, and then pretty Drew close. Locke, you're not going to play him this week. He's just, I don't know. He's, he's not a good quarterback. It's just he's not. Um, <laughs> And, and he hasn't thrown a touchdown since, like, week two. And I, I know he got hurt in between there. But the last two outings, he's had two picks and no touchdowns. I think he has one rushing touchdown in there. He, he, had, a, he, but, had, a, he had a rushing touchdown last week. But he hasn't but thrown a passing that touchdown. That ain't enough. But you're, not, you're close. Week one was his, the last. He has one passing touchdown on the year, and that was in week one. You know, so it's just it, it's you're not playing him. Melvin Gordon revenge game. I I think he he's gonna get featured, and again you can run on this Chargers defense, and especially with Philip Lindsay out, he's my running back 15 this week. But his arrow would actually kind of be pointing in the up direction. Yeah, I, I got him at 19, and I agree with you. It's it's 
anytime it's a revenge game, it just they get squirrely. They can get they can get squirrely and, and end up in the end zone a couple of times. Yeah. Then um, the only receiver I, I well, I mean, I ranked Tim Patrick at forty, but I I would actually be moving that arrow down, especially with him being questionable. Jerry Judy's the only one that I'd probably be playing, and even then, I have him at thirty three. It just again, Drew Locke's not a good quarterback, so it's just. It sucks. It sucks for talent. Yeah. Like, you, you hate that when you have such a talented player. I I loved Jerry Judy in college, and I was so excited for him to come to – well, it was – I was just hoping that Denver would have gotten a different quarterback because, you know, with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, you know, I was like, sweet, this team's going to be awesome. But then Drew Locke is still just bad. Yeah, so. no, I, I get you. I get you on that one. I, I don't have any of them ranked. Uh, Jerry Judy, I, I'd love to rank him, like you said, but – I can't do it until until Drew Locke proves me otherwise that he can get it done. And I've got Noah Font rated as my tight end eleven. Noah Font's my tight end ten. So that yeah. will uh, that will finish it for the week. Looks like we're good to go. You guys are set for week eight. Good luck. Um, I'm taking on Big Rome in our season long league. So wish me luck. His team is <laughs> sadder than mine. So hopefully we're both in bye week hell this week. So we'll see how it goes. With our, yeah. with our scraps and leftovers from the waiver wire. But, again, thanks for listening, guys. Get us on social media at FF Football Show. Get us on Twitter at Filthy Show. Uh, send your emails at FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening, guys. As always, King Josh, Josh King. Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.